1: Last year in Kansas City we had 150 homicides.
2: About 40% of those cases in Kansas City remain unsolved. Many are considered cold, a heartbreaking reality for dozens of Metro families.
0: I wouldn't ever want another mother or parent to go through the pain.
2: Each victim has a unique story in life and death with friends, family, detectives, and prosecutors all fighting for answers.
1: Um, We've actually received uh, eight tips on the the homicide of Casey. Um, We're hoping to get some more information to lead those detectives to, to solve this case.
2: Just one tip could help solve the case. This is Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. Yellow crime scene tape stretched out across the street, a physical buffer separating the stark reality of what happened from the rest of the neighborhood. Anyone driving by the apartment complex would have observed what looked like a crash. A white SUV smashed against a leafless tree. The Suburban, with its bowed and damaged hood, absorbed the brunt of the impact. The driver's side door, open, with a yellow sheet hanging over the driver's seat. The sheet blocked the violence of what happened inside the SUV from view. Kansas City, Kansas Police thought they were responding to a one-car crash near North 65th and Tamari around 1.30 Sunday afternoon. But everything officers expected to find when they arrived at the crash quickly turned on its head. Officers arrived at the crash scene but quickly realized they'd be in the neighborhood longer than they first anticipated. And it's because of what they noticed when they looked into that SUV. We're back with what they found after this. Unsolved crime plagues the Kansas City Metro. Police need your help to take killers off the streets. I'm Fox 4's Megan Dillard. Join us on the first Friday of each month when we release new episodes of the Fox 4 Crime Files, the podcast. Do you hold the clue that could solve the case? Fox 4 Crime Files, the podcast. Because somebody knows.
1: What in the world is going on with the weather? From extreme heat and tornadoes to record rains and heavy snow, the weather outside can change in an instant. I'm Fox 4 meteorologist Joe Loria. I'll explain what's happening outside in Joe's Weather World, the podcast. Find it at the same place you listen to Fox 4 Crime Files.
2: When KCK police took a closer look inside the white Chevy Suburban, officers realized they couldn't help the driver, later identified as 20-year-old Alexander KC Gillespie. KC was from Edwardsville, about 10 miles away from where he crashed his SUV and died. Investigators also realized they were not dealing with an ordinary car crash. As they looked closer, they realized that someone shot KC shortly before the Suburban hit the tree. In a tweet, the police chief of KCK said that it did not look like KC was a random victim. That means police believe he knew the person who shot him. His mother, Michelle, says she saw KC the day before he died. She didn't see him quite as much as she wanted to because he worked a lot. But the day before he died, Michelle stopped by his place. She dropped off some food, but had to call later to deliver some bad news about KC's grandfather
0: my dad his grandfather was in the hospital so i you know i called him and told him you know have your phone by you your grandpa's not doing very good
2: the next day michelle says she and some other family members were at the hospital dealing with her father's medical condition when she received a frantic call from one of her sons casey's younger brother
0: my youngest son parker He called me on my cell phone and said, Mom, there's all these police at our house. I don't know what's going on. And then one of the detectives, they wanted to talk to me. And so I explained to them that I was on my way home. I was, you know, I was in the hospital with my dad. I had my mom with me. We were on the way home. And, you know, he's just like, just come as soon as you can. He's like, I can't tell you anything over the phone. You just need to hurry and get here.
2: You can imagine how that conversation went and the panic that was building inside Michelle as she headed towards her house.
0: As soon as I turned down my street, I received a call from my son's girlfriend saying that she can't, she couldn't reach Casey today. He didn't come home before he went to work.
2: She says she realized what happened before she even reached her driveway, where the detective was waiting to deliver the news.
0: I saw the coroner's car, and I knew something horrible had happened. When I got out of the car, then I ran up to the people, the detectives, and the victim's advocate. You know, and I explained to them what's what's going on, and they said, "I'm sorry, um, your son." Casey Gillespie, he was a victim of homicide at the Force Glen Apartments this afternoon about 1.30. And after that, I just fell to my knees and I can't remember anything after that.
2: One thing Michelle does remember is the pain of knowing she'd never see one of her three sons again.
0: That's just your worst dream. I wouldn't ever want another mother or parent to go through the pain that me and my family has went through.
2: Unfortunately, things were about to get even worse for Michelle and the rest of KC's family. Just hours after police broke the news of KC Gillespie's murder to his mom, she decided it was time to do one of the most difficult things in her life. She drove back to the hospital to break the heartbreaking news to her dad. Remember, he was already in the hospital facing health issues. The family was concerned about his condition the day before Casey's death. Michelle says her dad did not take the news about his grandson's murder well.
0: Because the next day, we decided as a family to go to the hospital to tell my dad, his grandfather, what had happened to Casey. And uh, the doctors said, he's my dad has took a turn for the worst. And... Um, Then later that day, he passed away. So we had both of their funerals together. We always say my dad died of a broken heart.
2: Michelle's son and her father, both dead within hours of each other. It was a horrible time for
0: Michelle. Every parent thinks, you know, this won't happen to my kid. But then when it does, I mean, it's just a living nightmare. It's been horrible. I don't even think I've really got to grieve my dad's passing because, you know, it's so unnatural to bury your child and no parent should have to ever do that.
2: Even worse, according to Michelle, she still doesn't have any answers in Casey's murder. Casey grew up in Kansas City, Kansas, but as an adult, he lived and worked near his mother's home in Edwardsville. While the two cities aren't far apart, Michelle says she has no idea why her son would have been in KCK on that March afternoon when he died.
0: I don't know if he was going to pick someone up, give someone a ride to work, or maybe to see one of his friends.
2: Investigators say they are actively working the case, but so far, they don't have any of those answers either. Detective Kevin Bain with Kansas City Crime Stopper says they're still getting tips in KC's murder, but so far, they haven't received the tips that they need.
1: Um, we've actually received uh, eight tips on the, the homicide of Casey. Um, we're hoping to get some more information to lead those detectives to to solve this case. Mo- most recently, we had a, a tip that came in on this particular case about uh, six weeks ago. So information's still getting around. We want to get answers from the family and the mother and the siblings that are left behind. You know, his daughter would maybe remember him. She was obviously younger at the time because this happened roughly two years ago.
2: The family. Michelle says that other than grief, family is the toughest part about the whole thing. She gets to see her granddaughter a lot, and while she treasures time with her, it's sometimes bittersweet.
0: She reminds me a lot of her dad. She looks a lot like him too, but just like her different actions that she does. <laughs> he was full of energy. I mean, you would know when he came into her room, he was always making jokes, laughing, You know sort of the life of the party it was never a dull moment with him his favorite thing was to eat popcorn and she just wants the whole bag of popcorn and doesn't want to share with anybody so i mean and just some of her actions and some of her sayings that she said is a lot like her dad
2: At some point, Michelle says she hopes to be able to tell her granddaughter exactly what happened to her father the day he died. For that to happen, Michelle says someone needs to start talking.
0: This person or persons that are out walking the streets free, it would mean a lot to me, and it would mean getting justice for Casey. Please, please. Could you call the TIPS hotline? You could remain anonymous, and there's also up to a $6,000 reward. You never know, this person is out walking free. It could be one of your family members or loved ones that would potentially get murdered or hurt because of this person.
2: Police say investigators looking into Casey's murder did get some help, Casey's murder case was featured on billboards across the city. It's a partnership with an advertising company that Detective Bame always hopes will help jog someone's memory.
1: The the original call came out as an injury accident, so somebody may have thought that it was just a a random car crash, but in fact it turned out to be a homicide. So maybe somebody that saw that has something. And again, it happened in an apartment complex area, so you would think that there would be a number of people there.
2: He says if you were near North 65th and Tomaree in Kansas City, Kansas on March 11, 2018 and haven't talked to police, or if you remember something that you haven't told officers, to call the TIPS hotline at 816-474-TIPS. You can also email your tip to kccrimestoppers.com or send your tip through the Crime Stoppers app. You can download it at p3tips.com. As Casey's mother said, there is a $6,000 reward offered for information in this case. To listen to other episodes of Fox 4 Crime Files, search for them on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify, as well as fox4kc.com. For Fox 4 Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.